Hello guys, good morning. You're welcome to the Tipping Point Podcast. I believe that we've had a great weekend. So last week we talked about decisions that would guarantee our tomorrow and I explained to us the importance of making decisions. I told us that decisions, our life is basically a series of decisions we've made in the past. Every decision you've made and you will make, they all have consequences. And decisions are like a vehicle that is taking you to a destination. So if you are not ready to go or to get to that destination that you that that you've foreseen, it's better you change the decisions you've made. So any decision or any destination you've envisioned, you want to get to, then the vehicle that takes you there are the decisions you make. You want to be a wealthy person. You want to be a very successful person. You want to pass your exams. That's the destination. Then now that the decisions you make and you are going to follow determines whether you get to that destination. Decisions to take your book serious and read it. Decision to uh, understand the principles of success and follow it through. Then those are the things that determines whether you get to your destination. And also to if you don't, if you choose not to make any to to have any destination in mind you still land somewhere because whether you it you are intentional about it or not every decisions you make will take you to a place so it's better we are intentional about it we envision where we are going to and we make decision towards that destination i also encouraged us about and talked to us about some few decisions that we can make and i said that it's not exhaustive I just thought of, or should I say with leading of the Lord, I just highlighted some few decisions that it's very important to make. And I said we should take God seriously. I said we should make a choice to discover purpose. We should choose to believe in ourselves and and God's ability in us. We should choose good name above riches. And I also said we should choose not to be mediocre. We should rather choose excellence. So today I would like to go on with some very few points. So another major thing I want to make mention of here is be grateful for what you have presently. Hmm. You know, just choose to be grateful. It is one of the best choices we can ever make is constantly to be grateful, to just have a mindset of gratitude. It is. It enables us to see what God has done for us, rather things that are not God has not yet done for us. It enables us to focus on what we have rather than what we don't have. It enables us to focus on what is going on well in our lives rather than things that we think is not going on well in our lives. Yes, we think because at the end of it all, you will discover that it, things were actually going well. You probably just could not see the big picture, so you felt like, oh, my child has not been able to gain admission. I have not been passing my exams. And you think, oh, things are not going well. But at the end of it, when you cross to the other side, I don't mean that now, but I mean when you leave that stage of your life and you're able to, to or you, you climb higher and you're able to look lower. Okay, this was where I was five years ago. And you look lower, you can then begin to appreciate the big picture, appreciate what God had in mind while he made you pass through that stage. So it's not as if God is not working. But because you don't see God, we tend to believe, oh God, God is not working. Oh God, oh God, why is this thing happening to me? And you begin to 
have a mindset of ingratitude and God ate it. Immediately you begin to have a mindset or you begin to choose not to be grateful for what God has done. You begin to to disqualify yourself for what God is doing next. And it, it is... I. It, I read it in Joyce Meyer's book when she said that anytime she complains, God just told her that, do you want me to give you something else you complain about? So what you have right now, just be grateful for it. And I want you to know that your position right now is a position that some people are fasting and praying to get to. Like if some people get to where you are right now, they believe they are made for life. They are comfortable. Their prayers are answered. And they are saying, okay, God, if you just bring me to this position, the position where you are right now, you are not taking God for. If you bring me to this position, I am not going to ask anything from you again till I die. And here is the position you are complaining about. So wherever you are right now, just thank God. That's one of the best ways to enjoy life, to just enjoy life. Then another point I would love to talk about is that choose not to worry about tomorrow. Learn to live each day one day at a time. So, now, the Bible in the book of Matthew chapter 6 talks about worry. What does worry do? Worry has nothing to do for you. Some people who are professional warriors, we worry when there's nothing to even worry about. When you, think, you look around and you see everything is calm and cool, and you begin to worry, hey, the way everything is calm and cool, oh, no problem. Let me give you an instance. In my very beautiful country, Nigeria, we do not have a constant supply of electricity. So anytime you have electricity supply for about 24 hours, you begin to worry that, okay, I hope by the time they will eventually take this power, I hope it will not be for so long. And you begin to worry that you have light. Imagine, how would you be worrying you have light? But you see, life would come with its challenges. Life would come with um, different twists and turns. But the best way to enjoy life is to cast your cares upon God and you don't have to worry about it. I have discovered that when you begin to worry, nothing really happens. The only thing that happens is that your, your heart works abnormally. It begins to work like somebody who is in danger and it, it is, depression is not far off. Ulcer is not far off. It's just around the corner. The more you get worried, the more you you are prone to sicknesses. So I just choose that next time I don't get to worry. I don't get to worry my mind. I just cast my cares upon the Lord. It's not something that is easy to do. It's a deliberate choice. Anytime a thought of worry just pops up in my mind, I said, no, Murewa, I choose to trust God. I choose not to bother myself about it. I choose to live each day at a time. The Bible says that his message are new every morning. That is why God gives us the grace for today. There is a grace for today and it's not supposed to make you worry for tomorrow. I'm not saying that we should not be responsible. I'm not saying that we should not make plans for tomorrow. But we shouldn't get to that point where we begin to think excessively about tomorrow. Oh, will my child graduate? Oh, will I have a good job? Oh, will I marry? You know, those things, you can work towards your child graduating, you can work towards your marriage, but it's not going to be the center of your, of your thinking. It's not that you would, it would, it would cost you to the point, or it would worry you to the point where you don't get to sleep at night. That is when it becomes excessive. That is when you're beginning to, 
tell God that see, God, it looks like you cannot sort out my future. So let me begin to think about it. And it's a form of pride when you feel that, okay, I can let me, let me just sort things out myself. I don't trust you. I, let me try and do it my own way. You know, we let's begin to learn to trust God for every day of our life. The better or the higher we go in Christianity, it is the more we begin to depend on God for our daily sustenance, for what we will eat, for what we will wear, for what we will, where we will go to in the future. God has got us all covered. So it is a very important choice that you have to make, a very important decision you have to make on a daily basis. Another thing that I have to make mention of is choose wise friends. I could go on and on and on and on about the importance of choosing wise friends. The book of Proverbs is full of plethora of scriptures on the importance of choosing wise friends. You know, it says that and when you and the companions of fools shall be destroyed. It talks a whole lot about friendship, it talks a whole lot about association association. Yeah, if there's a word like that, but and association. So it it shows us that we somebody said that we become an average of five people we spend our time our, our time with. Recently I was watching a movie and this guy was being encouraged by his friend to fornicate around and they had a bet oh blessed number of women you can bet. And I think what makes it easier for him to do is that his friends encouraged him. If he could remember the son of David, I think Hammer, he had a lustful feeling for his stepsister. And he didn't know how to go about it. And his friend just came up and said, ah, okay, this is what is happening. I have my sister, I like my sister. Just imagine if it was a godly friend. A godly friend would say, ah, ta, no, mba. don't even try it. Don't do it. It is God against God's law. Don't do it. Don't. But instead, his friend encouraged him and said, you know what? This is how you would do it. He gave him the idea on how to go about it and eventually the idea of a month friend cost him his life because he did slept with his sister or he raped his sister and of course his head went for it that is one of the importance of friends they will say that some people will say or i believe that show they said show me your friend and i'll tell you who you are i take it a bit further show me your friend and i will tell you your future if you are the caliber of people you are moving with determines what accompanies you. The company you keep determines what accompanies you. So it is very important that we make decisions, we make choices when it comes to friendship, that we know that our future is guaranteed because of the choices that we've made in terms of friendship, because of the caliber and the quality of friendship. I remember that I was watching a program and the person said that enter a room or make friends with people that your wow is their normal. People that would always encourage you, people that will motivate you, people that will bring out the very best in you. The importance of making friendships can never be overemphasized. There are people that are born wrong. I mean, people that they were not, they were, they, their birth is not such a great circumstance. They were probably, their mother were raped and all of those things. But then they associated well and they ended right. Somebody like Solomon was born awesome. He was born to a king. But at the point, he started associating himself with the wives, with so many women that they took him away from God. And we all know that he ended terribly wrong for him. So it is very important that we understand 
the importance of friendship, of relationship, of associ of associations. And another thing I would love to talk to Ross about is choosing financial integrity. One of the scriptures in the Bible that resonate in my head always is the book of Jeremiah 17 verse 11. And it says that as the partridge sitted on eggs and hatcheth them not, so he that getteth riches and not by right shall leave them in the midst of his days and at the end shall be a fool. That is that is mind-blowing. That is, that is something powerful. So what is the essence of trying to get wealth illegally by bribe, by fraud, by robbery? Whatever means getting money when you don't deserve that money, when you, you didn't work for that money. It's like you're a fool because you eventually leave it at the, in the midst of your days. So what is the essence? What is the essence? What is the importance of stealing too much money? And that is not yours to start with. Eventually die by it. So what is the importance? Financial integrity. There is nothing as wonderful as having financial integrity. You can sleep peacefully, knowing fully well that there is nobody that is coming to break your door. You know that you can sleep and you know that the money you made, you can buy a car. You can buy a house and you know that some people would not come and burn it because they discovered that you stole. Some days ago, I was watching the news and I saw that a former chief executive director of a popular bank was indicted and was convicted of, of some charges for, for stealing about 25 billion naira. And he was pleading to the court, he was pleading that he has young children, he has teenagers, that he won't be able to take care of them. Eventually he was sentenced to, to some years in prison. But you can imagine the disgrace he brought upon his family, this disgrace he brought upon himself, because he, he couldn't keep his hands off what is not his own. Guys, I would love to stop here, and there is a whole lot to talk about. The list, like I said, is not exhaustive. So we can still do a whole lot more by studying the word of God to know the decisions we make. One of the decisions we can never make is to choose wisdom. Choosing wisdom is one of the best. And the Bible says that it would, it would guide you. It says that there is honor. Sorry, let me try and get to read. The Bible says that she's more precious than rupees, and all the things that can't desires are not to be compared unto her. It says, Length of days are in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. When you choose wisdom, when you choose to be wise, when you choose to follow wisdom, it has length. You will live long. Not only live long, you will live purposeful, you will live impactful. And all of the wealth and riches that others are running after, it, it comes as a bonus, as a as, as just something that comes natural. So guys, take good care of yourselves. Have a very beautiful day. Don't forget to share.